my name is Mo Quick. This is The Mo Show. I decided to start this podcast so that I could help you look at all different aspects of your life, from your finances to your health to your love life. Right now, we're going to be focusing on building you, building your business, building the goodness that's in you. I brought in a super special guest. Her name is Milan. And let me tell you, if you don't already follow her on social, it's so many reasons why she's sitting here today. Number one, we want to help you get to where she is. Number two, it took her 10 years to get here. So that comes with boatloads of experience. Uh, Milan, you look so cute right now. Thank you. Are you wearing your own brand? Yes, I am. Tell me about Milano de Rouge. So Milano de Rouge is my clothing brand. Okay. I started it in 2012. So we're about to celebrate our 10-year anniversary. Wow. November 11th, 2012. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and I started out the trunk of my car. I started with two sweatshirts. I wore one, and I sold the other one. And then I flipped that money and bought five. And then I constantly just continued to scale and scale and put back into my business. So obviously someone taught you how to do that. No. Actually, no. No one taught me. <laughs> actually, no. <laughs> no one taught me how to do it. What inspired me was I come from West Philadelphia. I come from the hood. So like you have a New Orleans accent. Do I? Yes. <laughs> this is West Philly. Oh wow. <laughs> so like where I come from, I didn't really see a lot of successful women. But when I got on Instagram, I started to see bosses. Yes. Bosses that had money on their own merit, you know, yes. not from men. And where I came from, that's what I saw. I saw a woman have materialistic things, nice cars, nice clothes. Because daddy got From it. a man. Yeah. And when I got on Instagram, I started to see these women with their businesses, their nice mansions and their luxury cars, and they got it from their businesses. Wow. So it inspired me to know that if they did it, I can do it too. Mm. And I just started, I had started Milano de Rouge by blogging. I started wow. sharing love advice, dating advice, fashion, and motivational advice. And in three months, I had over 100,000 views. And I'm like, okay, now I can start my brand. And I was in college at the time for business entrepreneurship. You're I had no kidding. In fashion. You were <laughs> in school while you were doing all yeah. of this? Yeah. Girl. And I was working part-time as a home health aide as well. What the? Flipping older people? <laughs> mm-hmm. Ain't no the way. disabled. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. So that's a whole nother crust because, you know, older people, they might be a little naggy. But when you're mentally disabled, you have to do so much more for them. Yes. And blogging and flipping money out the trunk of your car. Mm-hmm. Girl, yes. oh my God. Yes. And now you're here in Atlanta and having to make a name for yourself all over again. I just purchased a 21,000 square foot headquarters in Marietta and <sighs> I just wanted to start building and putting my footprint in Atlanta. I love the culture. I love the energy of just the black excellence. And I just wanted to be a part of it. Wow. Okay. So as an original Georgia peach, um, it's something about you implants. You guys just come here and take over. It's like you see people doing amazing. You ask where you're from. I'm from here. I'm from here. And I'm like, whoa, why is not Atlanta taking over like you all see? Okay. So you know how you're looking at a picture. And then when you step back, the picture looks different. Mm-hmm. It's sort of like you guys can see something about Atlanta that maybe Atlanteans are too comfortable to see. Like, speak from someone who's not from here. So I don't want to come here and take over. I want to come here and join forces. I already oh. hired so many people that's from Atlanta just to work at my headquarters right now. So my goal is my goal is to build and collaborate. I love that. I still have my store in Philadelphia. I have an office in Philadelphia. So I'm back and forth. But I do want to build and continue to expand. We just moved from Los Angeles. I had my showroom in Los Angeles for five years. So now we're coming out here to Atlanta. Wow. So what's the difference? So, again, tell me from someone who's not from here, what do you see that Atlanta has that maybe Philly and Los Angeles may not be as potent in? I see Atlanta as 
the black Hollywood. I see black excellence. I see black support. And, yeah, I just see that it's just a thriving space, you know. And I think the same about Philadelphia and Los Angeles. It's just I purchased my house here in 2020. Wow. And I'm just snap, ready to snap. build. <laughs> I'm just ready to build. Oh, wow. That is so dope. Okay, so let the cat out the bag. How old are you? 33. 33 doing all of this? Yes. Do you have any kids? I do. I have a son. I had him in 2020. And when I – so I was making millions. I made my first million in 2017. And when I lived in Los Angeles, that was my dream city. I had my dream car. I had purchased a G-Wagon. And I was living in a beautiful apartment. And that was what I saw for me. Like, if you ask me what success was to me, mm. it was I envisioned myself drinking wine <laughs> with my robe on, in my, on my balcony in Los Angeles. Period. And, and that's what success was for me. Yeah. That's what I saw. That, that's, that was the ceiling. Yeah, that's success but, for me too, sis. But God had other plans because I didn't think about no mansion. And wow. when I had my son, I started to think about my legacy. I'm like, I have I have millions, mm. but I don't have ownership. I have a store in Philadelphia. I don't own it. I have a showroom in L.A. I don't own it. I have all of these materialistic assets, but I don't own none of these things. Yeah. I don't, like, have no equity in anything. And mm. when I had my son, I was like, what would I leave him? Mm. And instantly, I purchased a storefront. Wow. And then I purchased my house. And yeah. then and for Christmas, I purchased my mom and my sister a house as well. You're kidding me. Yes. You bought them a home? I bought them a home. For my son's first birthday, I bought him a home. Are you looking for any new sisters? <laughs> no? Okay. Just had to ask. <laughs> wow. <laughs> what I learned is money is no good in the bank. So I'm sorry. Can you say that louder for the people who are told their whole lives to put their savings up in the bank? Yeah, because if you're just saving, it's just sitting there. You have to invest. Mm. So, like, when I first started Milano de Rouge, I did not have financial literacy. I remember I was going in a circle. So, like, I was making money, but I wasn't seeing it. I went to go see my father. He's in prison. He In 2015, I went to go visit my father in prison, and I was telling him, he, like, I'm so proud of you. Everybody talk about your brand. And I was Aww. like, yeah, I'm making money, but I'm not seeing it. And he was like, explain to me your process. I said, so every time I order shirts, we sell out. He said, okay, how long does it take you to uh, renew your inventory when you sell out? I said, it takes about three weeks. He said, okay, so that's the issue. In those three weeks when you're sold out and you don't have any inventory, you don't have any money coming in. So all you're doing is spending the money that you currently made and you're just running around in a circle. Mm. And what I learned is that's called the rat race. So I had to get out of the rat race. Wow. So I started to look at my inventory. And before I get low, I would analyze the products that are doing best and the products that aren't really doing too good. The ones that are doing best, I started to double the inventory. And then mm -hmm. I would triple the inventory and then quadruple it. So that way I was ahead of the curve. The product that didn't do too well, I would just figure out a way to market it differently and see if that was the issue. And if it was the issue, then I would utilize those marketing techniques to push and if it wasn't the issue i would just try to sell out all those products and never buy back into it that sounds and let me tell you you're gonna be like girl don't play with me but it sounds like common sense you know exactly and you it sounds like common sense and that's the thing is that aha moment that i was like wait i could have <laughs> you know right and so many people so i speak on right. panels often mm -hmm. and so many people when i give them that small little gem it's like wow dang that's all i have to do yeah. but Sometimes common sense isn't so, so common. common <laughs> especially when you're so, uh, going back to that picture. When you're so close to the picture, you don't see it. Yeah, and when you're in it. and that's So that's why, me personally, I take advice from anyone. I can learn from anyone because different people's experiences can teach you so much. And you can, as long as you're open to learning, 
you'll learn and you can apply it and it'll help you grow. Oh man. Wow. Lemon and to lemonade. Yep. And it taught me a valuable lesson. So now all the right stuff is cut and so, cause I didn't know that how people looked at me, you know, cause wow. I looked at me like I'm still this young girl from the hood. I'm starting from the bottom. You like, still in your car trunk. That's the mindset. Yes. Sometimes when you work with your head down and you don't look up, you don't notice how many people are looking at you. Right. Cause you got your head down. Right. Like you still in the trenches. Right. But the beauty is, just allowing them to see like how I persevere, you know, because life isn't perfect. Mm-mm. So it's not letting them see like how you defy the odds. It it taught them even more than I could have taught them just by showing them my success. Mm. Now, and that's actually vulnerability you're talking about. Mm-hmm. When you're able to be vulnerable, people are able to see you as a human. You're more relatable, and now they see you as a sister and not some girl on Instagram. Yeah, that's crazy. So let's talk about the growth that you see in the future, because now you do know who you are. You obviously have a team around you now. You've got properties and warehouses. So what's next for you? What's next for me? I just want to continue to make an impact. I know what my brand I want to like. I want to eventually do collaborations and go into stores because we did 60 over and 60 million in sales direct to consumer. Like what? no stores, just direct to consumers. And I remember folding and packaging so many orders until we started to grow our team. But we did that direct to consumers. Wow. So my goal now is probably to go into stores and do some more collaborations. But more on a personal level is to continue to make a positive impact. I know when I think of success, most people think of success, it equates to like your financial status or how much you made. When I think of success, and I've been saying this for the past few years, I look at it as the impact that you make on the life of others. We made an impact. You know, when I look at this past 10 years, I can look at it and reflect on how many people's lives I changed. I know somebody said that they were about to kill themselves. Oh and gosh. when they went into their drawer to find pills, they saw that Milano making James reality cool. And he sent a photo of the quote and the hat that he purchased. And he said, this right here saved my life. So you send quotes with your quotes? So, like, when you purchase our stuff, an insert come inside of the package. And sometimes the insert says different things. So sometimes it will just be a photo or marketing material. And then sometimes it will be our actual Making Dreams Reality quote that I created in November 2013. What is it? And the quote is, it's never too late to follow your dreams. More powerful than the will to win is the courage to begin. You have to start somewhere. Today is your day. Motivation is important, but self-motivation is everything. Be, I f- I'm sorry. I forget the whole thing. We got to edit everything. <laughs> I forget the whole thing. It's yeah. like <laughs> even just those two lines. It's like, wait, you did that? In, in 2013. And when I look back, I'm like, dang, my mom was there. Like, Girl, okay. <laughs> Now, that's beautiful. You know, sometimes they always say um, if you're chasing money, you'll never reach it. But if you're chasing your dreams, money will follow. You know, like if you use your heart when you're leading, everything that you imagine will come into fruition. But if you have no heart and you're leading, then you're going to fail. And you obviously have been leading with your heart in front. Because some people, when they see fashion, they see superficial. When they see makeup, they see no soul. You know, but if you're coming through looking like, yes, ma'am, but then you're hugging and loving on people, like, what an impact you would make. Did you think about that or you just did you? I I didn't think about that. I just did me. Wow. And God just using me. And I say that, I say that, like, Milano D. Rouge is really the vessel. It's just a vessel of clothing. So some people buy the clothing and they have no idea who the owner is or 
what their brand mean until they start following it and they see we have an app we give out love advice dating advice fashion advice and motivational advice we send out a quote every morning at 10 a.m to inspire you to just keep you going so like milano jerusalem is just a vessel the clothing is just a vessel to like really inspire people to make their dreams a reality one girl she sent me a photo she sent me a photo i had shared my journey on live one day and i was telling how my mom made sacrifices that allowed me to dream and my mom is a single parent of two children my father was locked up all my life he came home for one year and when my mom was 28 she had dropped out of school in ninth grade when she was 28 she decided to become a registered nurse so she went to school and got her ged and she would work when she started college she would work full-time and go to school full-time so and take care of y'all and take care of us so she would go to school from 7 a.m to 2 p.m go to work from 3 p.m to 11 p.m and that was her life for four years but she made that sacrifice and i was sharing it on my on my live and this year a girl dm me and she sent me a photo of her cap and gown with her (laughs) degree and she said your story inspired me to never give up and then when I scrolled up just a little more because I missed her message, I get so many DMs. I seen her message from my live and said, this right here, I'm in nursing school right now and I have children. And I was so ready to give up until I just saw your, your live. I'm a crybaby. Yeah, You're going to make me cry. And I'm like, wow. Like, And it just <sighs> gave me chills because my mom don't tell her story. But I tell it for her because her Period. test is a testimony for someone else. Period. And her story is your story. Yep. Because because of her sacrifice, I'm a, I'm allowed to dream. Wow, that is so. You come about cry too. I see them tears coming. <laughs> oh my gosh! So it's just you, your sister, and your mom. Yes, and my baby. <laughs> oh, and how old's your son? He's two. Oh, so you just had you said twenty twenty? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So where's your man? Single. <laughs> what? I've been who so let you get away, sis? <laughs> I've been so focused on my brand, but I promise after this ten year anniversary, I'm gonna start dating. Okay. So what happened? How come you guys didn't work out? Um. Was it you too powerful? No, I wouldn't say that. I don't. I'm very private with my personal life. Okay, good for you. So you don't post anything on social. Um, when I'm in a relationship, probably like when I want you to see. I'm so big on being transparent but not naked. Ooh, <laughs> snap, snap! Because a lot of people don't understand that fine line. Yeah, you know, they're like, well, if I have to be vulnerable, let me just show you guys my nudity in my in my bathroom mirror, and then let me also be on the toilet and do a positive quote. Right. And you like, <laughs> friend, you don't got to be that vulnerable. Wow. Yeah. So I, I let them do what they want, but I know me, I'm so big on like public person, private lifestyle. So, and that was, a, we have that brand within Milano Divood. So we have certain shirts that say that, but I'm, I really live by that. Like, wow. So certain things I just rather deal with privately. That's so dope. So what about marriage? I definitely want to get married. I know I'm going to be married. Okay, confidence. I'm, yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I'm going to have such a beautiful heart. Like, I know once I take my time to, like, really date, it's just a job. Dating, Dating is a is, job? Yes. What? Trying to find. Have you been in love before? That doesn't sound like a love quote. I have. I just, finding the right person is a job. That's how I look at it. If you're in Atlanta. Yeah, it's a a job. I I told my friends, I said, I think I'm just going to get a matchmaker. And they're like, what? Why? I said, because I just want to treat it like an application. This is what I'm looking for. And send me the candidates. Oh, my gosh. That is not love. (laughs) How you know? What do you mean? Uh, Because I'm a human being. No, you <laughs> because you stop and randomly meet someone, and that how do how would that love? What if that don't work out? Like, what if you just wasted your time? And Wasn't you, you no the one who told me, "Hey, are you dating?" I said, "No." Well, were you? I said, "Yeah." Well, that don't mean you just gonna stop. 
That means you go try again. You, try you told me that. But you learn different ways to do it. Like, I mean, I don't know. I'm going to see if it works. I think that that's what I want. I want I want to, like, this is what I want. And I don't have, like, really big requirements. But I do want someone that's happy, that's healing, and that's at peace. Oh, girl, now you right. You need a matchmaker. Because <laughs> everybody is so toxic and hurt and dealing with stuff that they don't want to deal with. Right. So they're not. Girl, yes, you do it, need a matchmaker. And they putting their past relationships and their insecurities on you. And it's like, I was sent to love you, you know? Like, just let me love you. But I want someone that, like, knows what they want. Girl, where's Erica Badu when you need her? Because them bags, it don't be a bag lady, be bag men. I'll be like, friend, who hurt you? Why you got this exterior like this? I'm not into it. Wow, you know what? I'm going to show you a secret that I'm definitely going to edit out because I don't want anybody in my business either. Um, but I went to Senegal to go find me a husband. Oh, nice. But I didn't go to Senegal to find him. We actually met in Egypt when I was just traveling. And then three years later, after my, I just got divorced, after my divorce, I found out what kind of person I actually want. Mm -hmm. I was in a marriage with a very superficial, um, we're going to take these Instagram pictures, the world was in love with us, um, who didn't really love God. You know how when someone loves God, their spirit is different. Yes. You know, you're doing things for God and not for the likes, the love, the hugs, you know. It's just a different vibe. Now, I didn't understand that until after marriage, but once I finally grasped it, I could not find somebody who actually loved God. They said they did. They might go to church, they might go to the masjid, they might go to their, um, you know, Buddhist temple or whatever, but they didn't really love God the way I love God. And you can see the difference. And you can feel the yeah, difference. Right. So, I don't know. I don't know if a matchmaker can find that vibe, but at least they can bring you a profile of people. Yeah, and then you you can decide on your own. <laughs> yeah, you, know? you can feel the vibe. <laughs> and then sometimes, like, I know one of my homegirls, she said that she went on a um, dating site and she found she, people do that. And guess what she did? So she went on a she was on a dating site dating for a month straight, different dates, right? Oh, friend. And then when her friend went on a dating site and they went on a date, she asked her, "Can she just join them as a double date?" I'm and sorry, she, what? So one of the girls that worked for me, he brought a friend. Is a girl. So wait, one of the girls that worked with me, she was doing serial dating for a month straight. Is that what they call it? Off a dating site, yeah. She dated so many different people in this one month. Oh, my gosh. And her friend, her girlfriend, she ended up going on a date with someone from the dating site, too, and asked her, can she be a double date with the... Don't tell me they friend. liked each other's date. No, she ended up falling in love with the guy that... <laughs> Is her friend still friends with her? her? No, no, she didn't... No, no. She and so her friend asked her to go on a date with her date friend. Okay. So it was like two guys and two girls. Two oh, friends. so she wasn't talking to her friend's date. No. She was talking to her date's friend. Yes. Oh. Yes. So her friend and her date, her friend and the date that wow. she got off the dating site, they yeah. didn't work out. Yeah. But the girl and the, the, the double date, the blind date, uh -huh. they got married. What the H? So it just was like, wow. It was God's plan, you know, and they are in love. Wow. And been together for three years. So, Do you think you could spot love? Do you think you know what it's supposed to feel like? I know what it's supposed to feel like, for sure. Even though media it. shows us so many different things? No, I think that your perception versus your reality is, is different. You know, like what they show is just perception, right? But reality is, like, you know what it feels like to be loved and to be in love. A lot of and us don't. It, yeah, so to me it's a feeling. But what I've noticed is, and what I'm learning, like, especially like, I ha I'm a woman and I have my own money, right? Let's go, <laughs> well, sis. <laughs> what, I'm, what I'm learning is 
a lot of women that are successful, or, and even women that aren't successful, we date with a list of requirements, you know? And a lot of times when that requirement is a financially um, stable man. As a successful woman, I, I do want my partner to be financially stable, but that's not the top requirement. I want peace. Ooh. I want someone that's at peace Ooh. with themselves, and they're doing something that makes them happy. Mm. So they don't have to have as much money as me. Mm. They have to just be living in their purpose. Mm. Because what guys date because they like someone. Most men. Now, now some guys are using women, but it's most guys funny. date because they like the person. Yeah. They like something about that person. A lot of women date because of what the guy can do for them. So they don't date them because they don't actually like them. They probably never liked them. And the minute something happens to them, they don't really care. And they can go to the next person because they never truly loved or liked that person. They mm -hmm. just dated that person for what they can do for them. Oh, my. Instead of dating them for actual things that really matter. Like God. Like God. <laughs> like the way the person make them feel. Yes. Like how they can communicate. Like how they bond and the different things. So now... I just want to be at peace. I want to mm. date someone that's happy with themselves. They can do the little things like let's go do yoga, you know. Mm. Let's go for a walk in the park. Let's go and learn how to bake cakes, you know. Just like yes. these different things that like I never experienced and I never wanted to experience until I got with you. Wow. Uh, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> I love love. Like, I am a person that oh my gosh. loves love. That is so sweet. <laughs> Absolutely. The peace word is really difficult, though, because so many people are not at peace. And I feel like if you're in therapy and you're trying, then that, that's that's what matters to me, you know? Like, if you're trying, because you're on your healing journey, I don't mind it. But if you're just toxic, I don't want toxic. Like, the world is toxic. Mm. I feel like when I come home to my love, I want to be at peace. Yeah. I want to come home from a whole long, stressful day Yeah, and come home to peace and happiness. Like, I don't want to force it. If I got to force it, I don't want it. Girl, in Islam, we have a um, a saying that your partner is supposed to be like your clothes. Your clothes protect you. Your clothes yeah. keep you warm. Your clothes are close to you. Your clothes are the closest that anything gets to you. And your clothes provide, like, shelter to, to keep you. Yeah. And when it comes to peace, like, you are literally supposed to be their peace. You're supposed to find peace within each other. I love that. And you're saying it. You're exuberating it. Yeah, that's, that's what I want. I, I want I'm that for both shock. of us. <laughs> I want that for us. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. You know, I want that for everybody. If you can hear our voices right now, find you some peace. Be somebody's peace. So um, we definitely want to follow you. How can we do that? You can follow me on Instagram at I am Milan Rouge. I A M M I L A N R O U G E on Instagram as well as Twitter, YouTube, and TikTok. I'm old, so I'm still learning TikTok, but <laughs> I'm there. <laughs> Can I leave an added touch? Yes, please. Okay, I just want to leave you guys with this. Try to be a good person. Good people need good people. And I know it's not going to be the easiest thing, but if you shift your mindset, it'll change your life. So focus on the good and more good things will happen. And just try to be a good person. God makes it all work out for you when you're a good person. Yes. Good energy out, good energy in. <laughs> I love it. This has been such a wonderful time. You got to make sure you sit down with me on the next episode on The Mo Show. 